welcome back for another episode of Clean Tech Talk, where we at Clean Technica interview clean tech leaders from around the world. With topics ranging from electric cars to climate change communication, you can listen to our full podcast series by visiting our website at cleantechnica.com. Happy holidays to everyone listening on a Clean Tech Talk. My name is Scott Cooney. I'm going to be your host today for a very special, quick episode of Clean Tech Talk. Today, I want to talk about something that's probably near and dear to many of our hearts, the idea of going home for a holiday dinner and having a climate denialist at the table for many of them. I've got quite a few in my life. So I, once upon a time, after a very frustrating Thanksgiving dinner, I went home and I thought about it and I thought, how can I avoid this my head exploding in the future. And so I started Googling around for ideas and stuff like that. And I came up with a list. So I want to share that with you today, right after this break. Hello, Cleantech enthusiasts. If you enjoy Cleantech Talk and Cleantechnica, please consider pitching in a few dollars a month at cleantechnica.com slash support. That's cleantechnica.com slash support, where you can sign up in seconds with a credit card pitch in a few dollars a month or whatever you like. Some people actually contribute $100 a month to help us cover climate change and clean tech and try to help the world one word at a time. Thank you. And welcome back. So here's here's how I deal with climate denialists in my family. First off, one great strategy, if there is one, is to find an ally, somebody else at the table. Even if you can get a, a quick heads up, a text message ahead of time. Hey, I bet dinner's going to be a little uncomfortable. If climate comes up, can we X, Y, Z? Make a small plan with somebody who you know, who's kind of in the know, who's supportive and can help you stay sane. But let's pretend that you don't even have a, an ally. I, I have been in this position myself. I'm a bit of a black sheep in my family. And I know that this can be really challenging for a lot of people who go home for the holidays and have, uh, you know, some some people in the family that are just politically just a little bit misaligned. So here's some here's my tips. First off, listen. Stephen Covey, the Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. His habit number five is seek first to understand and then to be understood. So active listening will help you learn some things. So what do people think? Where do they get their information? And I was listening to this really funny stand-up comic the other day who was talking about his dad and his dad is a Fox News dad. And the Fox News dad, he said, sits around and gets drunk every night watching Fox News and gets so angry, just gets angrier and angrier and angrier until he he basically explodes and all of his adrenal glands just completely, you know, give way and he goes to bed and he passes out. So he talks about this and says, you know, dad's job, one job is to come away with one fact, one fact that somehow he can relate to the rest of the family. He, he gets all worked up and he comes into the living room or the dining room where everybody else is. And people are like, oh my gosh, you're all worked up. What's going on? And all the guy can say is, Nancy Pelosi is a and this is this is what you get from dad or Uncle Phil or whoever it is. And uh, and so the guy, the comedian goes on to talk about, well, you know, Fox News dad's doing their thing. And he says, well, still better than MSNBC dads. And then he goes into what an MSNBC dad is. And it's this guy having a glass of wine and he's 
you know, he's, he's properly using the fork, you know, whatever. And he, he starts talking about, oh, you know, we should get more renewable energy on the grid. And that, that hits a little too close to home for me. So I, t- I totally get it. But, you know, the thing is, if you seek to understand Uncle Phil and his, his life, there's, there's lots of opportunities to insert some doubt into him and also into the community that he's a part of. So you're probably not going to flip Uncle Phil in one Thanksgiving dinner, but it is what it is. You can at least start some doubt going through his mind. You know, the, the, you hear all the usual things. Not all scientists agree. You know, it's it's look, it's still cold outside, you know, stuff like that. The, the stuff that you're like, you, you got to be kidding, right? So, you know, when you think about it and you say 97% of scientists do agree and he said, well, this, those are the ones that are, they have an agenda, whatever. Go back to something they can understand and say, hey, if 97% of dentists said you should probably have that tooth looked at before it turns into a, a much bigger problem, you get a root canal, wouldn't you do it? Wouldn't you just err on the side of caution? And so once you've equated something they can totally understand like a root canal, and nobody wants that, with something like climate catastrophe, and put those two on equal par, you've made you've made a dent, right? That's that's something good. And the idea that you can then plant a little seed of doubt with the people in Uncle Phil's community, who happen to listen to it all the time, and are probably influenced by it to some level, that's where you probably have a little bit more influence. And that's, that's, if not, more important. It's more important. Let's just say it's more important. I was going to say, if not as important, it's more important. It's literally more important because Uncle Phil is going to be Uncle Phil. You just, you, you let him be. You're never going to reach Uncle Phil and, and that's okay, but you can reach the people in his community. And even if it's just a small bit of doubt for them that Uncle Phil may not know exactly what's going on in the world, and maybe Uncle Phil's getting a little biased opinion over there on Fox News as he gets angry every night. That's, that's just, it's more important to reach that community. The next thing is to talk really from your personal experience, right? You can you you can't argue with somebody's personal experience. So talk about whatever you do that makes you happy that also has a positive impact. So if you have solar on your roof, talk about the experience, how much money it's saving you, how awesome it is, how seamless it was, the rebates that were available, whatever. If it's home efficient, I changed the light bulb, look, my electricity bill dropped, whatever. If you drive an EV, if you drive ride a bike, if you eat you know, sustainability wise, like local food or anything. Talk about how great it is. Just be like, this is improved my life. It's awesome. Nobody can deny that. And if you stick to that, then people will understand that this is personal benefit rather than, you know, something that's, you know, polar bears and ice caps. Okay. And speaking of polar bears and ice caps, let's talk next step. Speak about local things, right? Don't talk about the indigenous cultures in Brazil unless the audience wants to hear that. Try talking about what has happened there, right there in the last year, two years, something like that, right? If it's a if it's a heat wave, if it's a flood, if it's a drought, if it's a megastorm, whatever it was, maybe somebody will pipe up, Aunt Sally or somebody will pipe up and say, you know, it didn't used to be like this. Anybody who's been in one area for a long enough period of time has seen the climate change around them. Farmer's Almanac is great at keeping track of stuff like that. People know, right? This This is not news to them. They know things are changing. They're probably internally a little bit scared and a little bit questioning of all the drumbeat of this isn't happening, we can deny this, et cetera, that they're hearing from Uncle Phil and those others like them. Okay, good. So keep it local. That that allows other people to chime in and say, you know, this we could do better. Next thing, keep something that is like 
an ace up your sleeve. Okay. The thing is, you know, you can say, look, even if climate change is a hoax, isn't switching from coal to solar or wind energy simply better because of, you know, the $500 billion a year in health costs that the United States is paying to deal with coal soot and other pollution, all the asthma and premature deaths and cancer and all this kind of stuff. Isn't, isn't it just better to just go to solar and, and wind rather than coal? Like, do, do we have to even talk about climate change? And then, you know, something like if somebody has a little something in their life, you can, you can talk about it. So if, if cousin Roberta or whatever has mentioned something about plastic in her life, like, God, there's so much plastic trash. You can, you can, you can touch on that. Right. And be like, it wouldn't it be greater just to create a, a cleaner planet with less pollution, less plastic, that sort of thing. You talk to people about stuff they care about. All right. Another bonus tip here. If, if honestly, everything goes totally sideways, just try a little bit of humor. You can just say, Hey, uncle Phil, how many climate denialists does it take to change an inefficient light bulb? And then just put on your, your goofiest, smirkiest, not smirkiest, no, goofiest, most just ridiculous grin, deliver the punchline with all the love in the world with a huge smile and say, wait, what's wrong with an inefficient light bulb? <laughs> so you, you can play with that a little bit, have some fun with it. Listen, there's, there's a whole thing of climate change comedy that's, that's now out there. You can Google that. I'm not getting it's a thing. There's a whole bunch of comedians. There's like a, a, a bunch of climate scientists trying to pair up with, with comedians to help get the message out about climate change and do it in a funny but informative kind of way. So you know what? Have at it. Okay, those are my tips for dealing with people who are challenging in your life around climate denialism at a holiday dinner. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, please subscribe to Clean Tech Talk Podcast. We're going to be doing a lot more fun and creative content going forward. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. Subscribe to Clean Technica. Uh, we have a newsletter. We have all the socials. Get on it. Follow us. Help us out. Spread the word and help us help us solve all the problems. Thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Clean Tech Talk. Join us next time to get your electric fix. If you would like to sponsor our podcast, send us an email at accounts at cleantechnica.com. That's A-C-C-O-U-N-T-S at cleantechnica.com. Thanks. Thank you.